Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. And a new message series. Amen. So we are learning about advancing the kingdom of God on earth through evangelism. Advancing the kingdom of God on earth through evangelism. Advancing the kingdom of God on earth through evangelism. Let's turn our Bibles to Romans chapter number 5. Romans chapter number 5. And I read verse number 5. Romans chapter number 5, verse number 5. It says, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. The love of God has been poured out in our heart. It didn't say been poured out into our heart, but has been poured out in our heart. By the Holy Spirit that is in us. So when the Holy Spirit came into us, if you are born again, you must have the Holy Spirit, meaning that the, the love of God was poured into our heart. So the love that you have now is the love of God. You don't have the love of the world. You don't have the love of other things. What you have in your life is the love of God. Say the love of God. And if the love of God is in your heart, then you ought to function the way God wants you to function. In the name of Jesus. So in advancing the kingdom, evangelism is key. Say evangelism. Evangelism is so key. Let's go to Matthew chapter number 28. Matthew chapter number 28. Matthew 28. Let's read from verse 18. He says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit teaching them to observe all things that i have commanded you and lo i am with you always even to the end of the age amen so we are to go into the world and preach the gospel and not just to preach when they have come in we must teach them to observe all the things of the father amen so you must understand that evangelism is at the heart of god without evangelism the kingdom of god will not advance in other words the kingdom of god will not go places will not reach the corners of the world. We must go out there and preach the, about Jesus Christ so that many can be saved. Romans chapter number 1. Romans chapter number 1. Thank you Lord Jesus. I read from verse 16. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the gospel, 
the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith amen so we must not be ashamed Paul said I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God to salvation so it takes the gospel to save people are you here with me it takes the gospel the preaching of the gospel that people can be saved until we evangelize and we tell people about Jesus people cannot be saved individual people cannot be saved amen God wants to save everybody God wants to save people it is in the preaching of the gospel that people can be saved are you here with me so what is evangelism what is evangelism evangelism comes from the Greek word Iluagilion Iluagilion and Iluagilion simply means good news or glad tidings it's the same word we get gospel from so when Paul is saying that I am not ashamed of the gospel he's trying to say that I'm not ashamed of the good news and it's the same word that explains evangelism so evangelism means the gospel it means the good news are you here with me an evangelist is someone who is carrying the gospel an evangelist is someone who is preaching the good news so you cannot be an evangelist without preaching the good news are you here with me in church so the gospel is good news say the gospel is good news Say the gospel is good news. So as an evangelist, when you are preaching the gospel, you don't go out there and talk about the bad things. Therefore, what we preach, the gospel we preach, is the same as evangelism. The gospel we preach is the same as evangelism. Are you here with me? When you are preaching, when you are preaching about the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are not going out there to talk about bad things. You are going out there to talk about the glorious things in, in Jesus Christ. Good news. Are you getting, who doesn't want to hear good news? Everybody wants to hear good news. Say good news. Nobody wakes up in the morning. If you wake up in the morning and they tell you, you're, you're, you are going to die or your father is going to die today, is that good news? That's not good news. If they wake up and they tell you, see, your life, nothing good will happen to you. Is that good news? No. Imagine you wake up in the morning and somebody calls you and said, I dreamt that you, you are dead. You are sick. Ah, you will say, God forbid. How can that be good news? Early in the morning like that. Say, I carry good news. So, we are called and saved to preach the gospel. We cannot advance the kingdom until we go out there and we preach Jesus. We preach the good news. And I see you preaching the gospel in Jesus' name. Every child of God is ordained to preach. Remember, as we read in Matthew chapter 28, he didn't say only pastors go and preach. He didn't say, you know, only evangelism departments go and preach. He said we should go. All of us should go. Mark chapter number 16. Go to Mark chapter number 16. 
Are you here with me? Mark chapter number 16. When we read from verse number 15, Mark 16, verse number 15, it says, And he said to them, He said to them, He didn't say to just the pastors, He didn't say to just the apostles, He said to all of them who were present, Go into all the world and preach that gospel evangelize the whole world go and preach the gospel to every creature go and preach the gospel to every creature he who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned oh i love this he who does not believe will be condemned mark it in your bible mark this very one in your bible and it says and these signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out demons they will speak with new tongues they will take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing it will by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover and i see you healing the sick in jesus name say i carry good news your good news is what will bring people into christ not bad news are you here with me not bad news go to romans chapter number four chapter two sorry romans chapter number two romans chapter number two i read verse number four romans two verse four it says or do you despise the riches of his goodness forbearance and long suffering not knowing that the goodness of god leads you to repentance so it is the goodness of God that leads people to repent. That is why it's the good news. So when you go out there and you are talking to people about Jesus, you are going to tell them good news. Are you getting it? The gospel is good news about Jesus. What he came to do for you and I. What he came to do for the world. And the things that he has accomplished because of his death, his burial, and resurrection. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Now go to John 3.16. The famous John 3.16. So the goodness of the Lord, it makes us repent. It's not, it's not the judgment of the Lord. It's not the condemnation of the Lord. That gets us to repent. It's the goodness of the Lord. Because it is good news when we go and we tell people about the goodness of the Lord, it, it changes them. It gives them hope. It transforms them. Are you here with me? John chapter number 3. Let's read verse number 16 and 17. John 3, 16. And it says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever, underline it in your Bible, whosoever or whoever believes in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life can we all read verse 17 together one to go for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved shout a good amen somebody so god did not send jesus into the world to condemn the world now the word condemn means it comes from the greek word krino krino means to judge so Jesus did not come into this world to judge people. 
that is why what we go out there to preach is not judgment. It's good news. The gospel does not judge. The gospel causes people to believe so that they can be saved. The purpose of the gospel is to achieve one thing. So that someone can believe and so that someone can be saved. You don't go out there and judge people. You don't go out there and condemn people. What do we mean by condemnation? Condemnation means to pass judgment against someone. So you don't go and say, hey, you, you are a sinner. If you don't change, you go to hell. If you don't repent today, you go to hell. That is not what we go out there to go and preach. We go out there to tell the people that Jesus, he died for their sins. He was raised for them. He has given them life. Let me tell you, you I, I, I want to build up the point because I don't want to go ahead of myself. Because many people think evangelism is about going out there and condemning people. You can shout and tell people, hey, repent, stop your sin. But until you give them what they need to be saved from their sins, you have not preached the gospel. Because the gospel is to let people know the goodness of the Lord. So that by hearing the goodness of the Lord, they will come and believe and be saved from their sins. Are you here with me, somebody? So we don't go and preach condemnation. Tell your neighbor, don't go and preach condemnation. The gospel is not about preaching condemnation. Listen. Listen to me. Do you know something? Let me shock you this morning. It is not sin that will take anybody to hell or into the lake of fire. No. You didn't hear what I said. I said, it is not sin that will take anyone into hell or into the lake of fire. That is why when we go out there, we don't go and tell people their sin. We go and talk to them about Jesus. Because it doesn't matter the sin of anybody. It is not the person's sin that will take them to hell. It is when they reject Jesus. That is when they are condemned. Until they reject the gospel, they are not condemned. But when they reject the gospel, then they are condemned. Uh, maybe I don't get what I'm saying. When we read Mark chapter 16, I told you to put a point. Let's go back there. Let me show you something. Go back to Mark chapter 16. Don't forget John 3, 16, 17. We'll come back there again. Let's go back to Mark chapter um, 16. Listen. Mark 16, let's read it again. Look, look at verse 15. He said, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16. Can we all read it together? Are you there? Mark it in your Bible. Follow me. Let's read one to go. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be what? Will be condemned. So God will not pass judgment against you until you reject the gospel. Until you don't believe the gospel. Until the good news that we bring to you, you don't want to accept it. If you don't want the good news that we are preaching, then you are condemned. Then you have been sentenced to go to hell. But if you receive the goodness of the Lord and you receive the good news that we are preaching, then you are saved. Are you here with me? So evangelism is to achieve one goal. It's not to judge people, but to get people to be saved. That is why I said that 
it is not the sin of people that will take them to hell it is when they have heard the gospel and they choose not to believe it is at that point that they are condemned until someone says i don't believe in jesus i don't believe in the gospel you are preaching i don't want anything that you are talking about it is until that point that that person has been earmarked to go to what damnation so jesus is not coming to the world to come and condemn people he didn't come to look at the sins of people he came with his own authority with his glory and said i'm coming with good news are you ready to come out from your sins the life that you are living is not glorious that's not what god wanted you to live are you here with me because there are many people don't don't think that a lot of people who are living some kind of life they don't know what they are doing they know what they are doing so it's not for you to go and tell them that what you are doing will take you to hell do you think that if yesterday very late in the night i went for evangelism and i went to preach to a, a prostitute and she she received me very well in all my 20 minutes i spent with her i never said anything about what she was doing i only went and preached christ it was so awesome when i was sitting living she didn't want me to leave there are many people who when they are preaching to people but then now you know the sin that you are in if you don't stop you go to hell that is not the good news when you go and talk to someone like that the person will, will rather rebel will repel it but you go and you tell people about the glorious gospel and then their lives will be changed amen now go to second corinthians i want to show you something i want to build the foundation so that you can get it second corinthians praise the lord are you with me second corinthians chapter number five Second Corinthians chapter number five. I read from verse number seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Can we read verse nineteen together? One to go that is that god was in christ reconciling the world to himself not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation now stay on it are you here with me stay on it he said god was in christ reconciling the world to himself not imputing their trespasses unto them now the word imputing if you are not careful you might think oh he's not no the word imputing in the greek simply means god was not even thinking about the sins of the world he was not even considering their sins he was not recognizing reckoning their sin he was not thinking that oh you're a sinner so i can't have anything to do with you no when god in christ jesus was in the world he was not thinking about the sins of the people his job his main purpose was was to reconcile the world to himself he wanted to bring man back to him he created man he had lost man through sin now was not the time for him to come and say hey your sin your sins no he came and said i i have come to bring you back from death to life i'm not thinking about your sin 
I came with life so that my life can bring you from your death state into what? My kind of life. That is what God was thinking about. God was not thinking about the sins of the world. So when you are out there evangelizing, you don't go and point out the wrongs of the people. You don't go and tell the people their evil deeds. You don't go and tell them their bad things. You go and tell them about Jesus because it is Jesus who is carrying the life that will bring them from death to life. Are you here with me? Listen. Sin brought about death. Remember, what is sin? I taught you recently. Sin simply means not meeting the mark, not living the glory of God. The Greek hamatia. Hamatia means not meeting the mark, not having a share in something. So when we were under sin, we do not have a share in God. We were not we were not meeting the, the standard of the glory of God. We were not there. God wanted us to be healthy, but because of sin, man became sick. God wanted us to live, but because of sin, man died. What did the Bible say in Romans chapter number? It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is what eternal life. So anyone who is under sin is already dead. Anyone who has not believed in Jesus is dead. Jesus was not sent to come and say, hey, you are dead. You are dead. No, he didn't come to condemn. He came with the life of the Father. So that when people believe in him, they will move from death to life. Are you getting what I'm teaching you? So when we, this is the good news. Because let me tell you, there are many people in this world who are sick. Are they not sick? Sick people all over. People are dying every day. People are poor every day. People are suffering every day. People are in pain every day. Yes. All those are a product of sin. All of those are products of sin. So already the person is suffering. The person knows that Charlie, I'm sick. Imagine you go to Colombia to go and pray for someone who is sick and then you, you know that the person is in pain, screaming, and then you go and stand and ask the person, I know you are sick. Yeah, the person is sick. I know you are sick. Do you want to be healed? Oh, the person wants to be healed. Who wants to go and sleep in a hospital for months and months and months without any healing? The solution does not lie with the medical world. The solution lies in the life that God has brought to us through Jesus. That is the good news. Are you getting the picture now? So, sin, which is the life which does not meet the standard of God, what happens is that Jesus, God in Jesus, came into the world to take us out of it. John 3, 16, if, we, if you believe, you will receive life and that you will not perish. So, the gospel is to talk about the life of God. When you are talking to someone about Jesus, say, wow, when you come to Jesus, he will prosper you. Because everybody wants to prosper in this world. There's nobody who wants to be poor. The solution, the Bible says, is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. And it has no hard work. The solution to prosperity in Christ is not to work hard. It's to have the blessings of the Lord. And when you are telling someone about the life of God, you have to let the person understand that it's the life of God that brings the blessings of God. And that when you receive Jesus, you will prosper and flourish. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
You don't go out there and be condemning people, passing sentence against people. Hey, you, you, you go to hell. No, you can't. You don't have that right to go to hell because even God is not sending anyone to hell right now. It is only when somebody rejects the gospel. Who doesn't want to leave? Who doesn't want to be healthy? Imagine you go to someone and the person is sick and dying and say, Jesus is here to heal you. Wouldn't the person be happy? Is that not good news? That is good news. So you don't go and say, oh, you know what? You are sick. There's nothing we can do. I mean, get ready to die. That is not the gospel. That is not evangelism. When you go out there, when you are talking about Jesus, you have to let the people know the good life that God has brought into the world in Jesus. If you want to have a better life, if you want to have a prosperous life, if you want to have a life of health, if you want to have a life of fulfillment, you cannot find it anywhere apart from Jesus. And I see your life exemplifying that in Jesus' name. I see you working in the evidence of this good life. In Christ, there's good life. There's no bad life. In Christ, there's, there's life. There's no death. People are dying. Salvation is only in Christ Jesus. Are you here with me? So we read Mark chapter 16 verse 16. Don't go out there counting the sins of the people. There are some people who are not. Say no, no. I'm not going to preach to this lady. Oh, she's a prostitute. I'm not going to preach to this guy. Oh, he's a bad guy. God did not come for those who you think they are good people. Don't think God did not come for those you think are good people. He came for the people you think they are bad. He came for the people you think there's no hope for them. He came for the people you call promiscuous. He came for the people you call the gays and the lesbians. He came for them. Because you see, many people don't know that the life that they are living is a life of no glory. It's a life of no beauty. They don't know that it's a life of, of no power. It is until you present them the good news. You let them know and realize that yes, Jesus Christ came into this world to die he paid the ultimate price so that you don't have to suffer so that you don't have to be sick so that you don't have to be poor so that you don't have to struggle you have to let them know this good news and when you let them know the chances are that many of them will believe don't go and be telling them that listen hey if you don't repent you are going to hell let them know god through jesus had already died for them the person who is dead don't die again a person who is dead don't die again. Are you here with me, somebody? Romans chapter number three. Romans chapter number three. Romans chapter number three. Look at verse 23. It's a popular verse. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That is the meaning of sin. All have sinned. Before you got saved, you are here because you are saved. But before you got saved, anyone who is born into this world, until the person believes in Jesus, the person is under cloud of sin. Now, I told you the last time, that many times people talk about sin as to the things people are doing. But sin is the nature. It's who someone is. Because I'm not a sinner. I've never lied before. I've never cheated before. I've never stolen anything. Yes, thank God that you have never lied before. Thank God that you have not cheated before. Thank God that you have not stolen before. But that does not mean you are not a sinner. Because sin is a nature. Yes, you may have not lied before. 
but you have been sick before. Yes, you may not have been sick before, but maybe you have been broke before. Okay, you have not been broke before, but maybe you have gone through some challenges before. All of those things are elements of sin. And Jesus Christ came to save you out of all of those elements of sin. So that to bring you the life that glorifies God and also brings you glory. It, it dignifies God and brings you dignity. God brought you into this world not to suffer and not to go through the pains and the sickness and diseases and the many things they are going through. It is only in Jesus Christ that one can be saved from the problems you are going through. It's only in Jesus Christ that you can have a beautiful life. It is only in Jesus Christ that you can move from poverty into riches. It is only in Jesus Christ that you can move from sickness into health. It is only in Jesus Christ that the more you grow, you don't grow old. But the more you grow, you grow stronger. In the mighty name of Jesus. So don't let anyone tell you that, oh me, there's nothing wrong with me. Let them know that we are not here to condemn you. We don't have the right to say you, you are going to hell or you are going somewhere. We don't have that right. The only right we have is to go and tell them the good news. Jesus loves you. Don't go to anybody looking at what they are doing and say, mm, you know what you are doing. It will send you to hell. Uh-uh, you don't have that right. The gospel is not about going to talk about hell. He's going to talk about the life that Jesus brought. That is transforming people. That is bringing hope. That is bringing dignity. That is bringing joy. That is bringing peace. Many people don't have peace. They are working. You see them working so energetically. But you know what? They are carrying some disease in their body. They have not told you. So you don't know. You don't have peace. When you are sleeping, in all their energetic working, when you are sleeping, they cannot sleep. Am I going to die? There's no peace. But the life of God brings peace. You tell them, are you looking for peace? The only one that can give you peace is Jesus. Amen, somebody. Romans, the same book of Romans chapter number 5. Romans chapter number 5. Romans chapter number 5. I want to read from verse number 12. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all sin did you see that so death entered into the world because of adam so sin entered the world sorry because of adam it is not because of what you did what jesus came into the world to solve is not the sin you sin he was solving a sin that was sin from the beginning. Sin entered the world because one man committed it. And then what happened afterwards? Death. The wages of sin is death. So there can be no death. Listen. There can be no physical death without sin. Are you here with me, somebody? There can be no physical death without sin. The only reason someone dies physically is because of sin. Sin produces death. Sin produces death. The wages of sin is death. 
so Jesus Christ came to solve the sin problem so that people can live because without sin there's no death are you here with me now let's read on I want to show you something verse 13 for until the law sin was in the world but sin is not imputed when there is no law nevertheless death reigned from Adam to Moses even over those who have not seen according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam so see death <laughs> reigned over those who did not even sin like the way Adam sinned that is the point I'm trying to drive at so it is not because you think you have not sinned so you are not a sinner are you getting the point here when you are you see they don't know there are other people in the world who don't know that because of the sin of adam if you don't have jesus and the life that jesus brought you are automatically under the the ambience of sin because even those who did not sin like what adam said death reigned over them what made death reign over those people because of the sin of the first man and because every single man who ever lived on this planet if you are born into this world you are born biologically natural birth are you getting it and we all came from adam every single person under the sun we all came from the first man and the first man the first adam he was the one who sinned so because you are coming from him and he has sinned automatically you come with sin so whether you have seen like the way adam sinned or you do not sin like the way adam sinned death has the right over those who are not in christ because of the sin of the first man so no, no one can say oh wait i have not seen i don't see myself as a sinner the only way you can say you don't see yourself as a sinner is when you have the life you have received the gospel of jesus and then you have been saved from sin until that anyone who has not yet received the gospel is under the life of sin and death has authority over them are you getting it however the good news is that even though they are under the power of sin and death the life that jesus brought is able to set them free so you don't go and remind them of their sins but yet you tell them the way out of their sicknesses their poverty their struggles in life you tell them that jesus has something awesome for them and that when they come into christ that's a beautiful life it is not sweet talking it's the reality of life in christ jesus if that when you are in christ you are a new creation before you used to be very sick when you come into christ oh boy you are going to work before you are always broke and poor but when you have the life of christ you're a new creation from poverty to riches before things don't go on well in your life when you sell no one dies when you start a business it collapses but when you have the life of christ you are a new creation whatever you touch must prosper everything you do must progress this is the good news that we have in jesus christ that is what we must tell the people in the world you don't go and tell oh maybe you meet a young lady who has given birth to like two children and she's not married and then when you're going to preach the gospel to the, such a lady then all that you go is to go and tell the lady hey so you are not married and you have two children this is fornication it's abomination 
Is that why you are going to preach? To go and pass judgment on a young lady who has two children without a husband? Even Jesus preached to someone who was not married. John chapter number 4. The woman by the well. She, she was even living with a man who was not her husband. And she had been with five men. None of them married her. And she was with someone right at the time Jesus was preaching to her. She was not married to them. She was living with a guy that she was not married to. Yet Jesus preached the gospel to her. And that woman, after she heard the gospel, she ran into the town to go and tell the other men, Hey, come and meet this person. He told me everything that I did. Could this be the Christ? Jesus didn't condemn her. When the woman who was caught in adultery was brought to Jesus, he did not come into the world to condemn people. Jesus did not come to pass sentence of judgment on people. So when they brought the woman, he said, no, I did not come to condemn. I came to save. This is my time to save. I'm not here to tell you that the fornication life that you are in is evil. But I have come for a better solution for you. So that you can live that life. Because in that life, there's no nothing good in it. In that life, there's no joy. There's no, there's no peace. Come out and have a better life. Come out and have a glorious life. Are you here with me, somebody? The struggle, many people struggle, is that they always ask, how can I preach the gospel without talking about the sin of the people? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Go and tell them the beautiful life in Christ Jesus. Jesus, God in Christ, is not counting your sins against you. Sin is not a problem to God right now. It's not. See, sin has been dealt with. The church is too conscious about sin. When God is thinking about life and righteousness, the church is thinking about sin. So all that they go out to go and preach in their evangelism is sin, is sin, is sin. Many people don't go out there to go and tell people about the life that God has brought in Christ Jesus. The beauty of this life. They don't tell them. They condemn them. After they finish condemning and they tell them, repent, repent or you go to hell. No. The message of the gospel is not to go and talk to people about hell, but go and tell them about the life that God has brought. It is the only way that the kingdom of God can advance on earth. Because the Bible says that God wants his glory to fill the whole world. His life is his glory. How is his life going to fill the whole world? You have to go and tell the world about the life of God. Hey, there's a life in Jesus. In this life, you have the power over sickness. In this life, you have the power over poverty. In this life, you have the power over depression and pain. In this life, you have the power over every kind of sickness. This is what you tell them. Mark 16, we read it. You read it with me. He said, in my name, we cast out demons. In my name, when they lay their hands on the sick, the sick will get well. In my name. In the name of Jesus. Because there's life in the name. The Bible says in the book of Acts. That there is no name given under the sun. That anyone can be saved. Apart from the name of Jesus. It is only the name of Jesus. That can build you a business empire. It is only Jesus. That can bring you academic excellence. It is only Jesus. That can take you to the next level. And I see you enjoying this in Jesus mighty name. There's a guy. Who has been coming. He's gone to the school. He's gone to the university. When he came to this church, Benjamin, 
You know him, that tall guy. He's coming. When he came to church, when, if I, when I met him and we evangelized to him, one thing that he said to me was that, Apostle, I have been writing my SSC several times. I don't pass. Done the research many, many times. Doesn't pass. And that he wants to go to the university. So he felt that he wanted to even give up. He wanted to go and apply for um, these security jobs. Um, the, um, this army, military, police, this kind of jobs. He wanted to go and apply. He came to church one Friday, prayer meeting. He said, I want to go. I said, no. So God is giving you success. Whatever brain that you have, that is not making you to learn. God is giving you brand new brain. God, now you are in Christ. As I'm speaking to today, he's in the university. He had admission to, I think, to uh, somewhere last month. You get, look at somebody who could not even pass his research. He's now studying pharmacy. He's studying pharmacy in the university, Manata University, right now, as I'm speaking to you. That is what the that is what the gospel does. You don't come into Christ and remain the same. When you come, he changes your life. He transforms you. He takes you from zero to hero because the life of God beautifies. The life of God brings glory that you did not have when you were under sin. Are you here with me? This is what we go out there to tell people. But the life of sin has no beauty. There's nothing beautiful about the life of sin. Have you not seen someone who has made drinking alcohol a hobby? When you look at their face, they, had, they, they didn't have pink lips, lips, but now they have pink lips. They were not, they were not big, but now they are, they are fat. It's not like they are fat healthy. They are like swollen. Because of the appetizer, the, the, the hard liquor. They are swollen. They are not old. They are young people, but when you look at them, they look 100 times their, their age. Is that the life? That you want to see people have. There's nothing glorious. So when you look at your neighbor. And you look at the life of your neighbor. You say, um, my dear. I have a better solution for you. This life that you are having. It will not take you anywhere. I have a better solution. Jesus came with a life. That will take you from where you are. Every day you come. And you are struggling. But have a better plan. Jesus is what will save you. He's the one that will transform you. Receive him. He brought you life. You see, when, when you tell them the practicality of what Jesus has brought to them, it will hit them. Who doesn't want to prosper in this world? Now, now you ask yourself, who doesn't want to prosper? Who doesn't want to be successful? So if you tell them that in Christ Jesus they are prosperous, will they listen to you? They will listen to you. Who wants to be sick? Who, in his rightful sense, wakes up in the morning and says, Ah, prophet. I feel like being sick. Have you ever heard some before? Wake up in the morning, I feel like being sick. I mean, then there's something wrong with your head. So imagine you go to someone and say, if you are sick, Jesus will heal you. Let me tell you, many people are spending money, huge sums of money on medications. They go to the hospital. Their medication alone can build a whole pharmacy. But Jesus can heal that person free of charge. And you are telling me it's not the good news. Imagine you have money to buy a house. And somebody comes away and says, you know what? God has spoken to me. I want to give you a brand new house. You wanted to go and buy a three-bedroom house. But God said I should give you a ten-bedroom house. Free. Which one will make you much happier? Is it 
you going to buy it or the free one? The fact that you have the money to go and buy the house and somebody is bringing you free house, hey, you'll be happy. Then in the same way, the fact that you have money to pay for your medical bills, Jesus can heal you free of charge. You don't have to pay any money. When, if this is not good news, what else is good news? Are you here with me? God will not charge you a penny to heal you. So he said, freely you have received, freely give. Hello everyone. If you joined us for today's broadcast, we really appreciate you. At the Spirit Life people, we encourage fellowship. That is why we specially invite you to join us this and every Sunday at 7 a.m. and on Fridays at 6 p.m. Indeed, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, has set us free from the law of sin and death. Jesus is still setting people free. Come join the Freedom Family and your life will experience a turnaround. You can contact us on the numbers on the screen. We would love to hear from you. The Spirit Life people, we are free. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www.thespiritlifepeople.com or subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels or find us on all major social media platforms. Stay blessed and always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.